What is up, kangaroo chasers? And on this one, what's another Big T special? And I'm enjoying uh, during lockdown sitting back, listening to Big T, letting him do all the work. Now, just kidding. I've recorded a few. I've recorded a few interviews as well, which will be coming out soon. But there's no secret. I love Big T. Big T interviews. He really gets into the meat of the of the topic. He asks the best questions and uh, just has a great conversation, like between mates. Love listening to you, Big T. And uh, this one is no exception. Elsie Albert, she is the PNG Orchids captain. Uh, a very fast rise to the top for her, still very young. She, of course, has played for the St. George Illawarra Dragons in the NRLW, so I love her. You know that. Um, but really great conversation. Um, there's, there's some great bits there where she speaks to the difficulties of being a female playing rugby league in Papua New Guinea uh, and, and the great sort of... Um, the, the the strides in change that it, that's happening there as well. Like they're doing great things, and and you know it's okay for girls to play rugby league over there now because of people like like Elsie. So reminds me of the great documentary uh, Power Mary, which many of you have seen. And if you haven't seen it, uh, the DVD and USB is available at chasingroos.com. So please check that out. Um, Power Mary, um, all about the the orchids in 2017 World Cup. And this this conversation sort of hits on some of those heartstrings and, and lets you know sort of where things are at in Papua New Guinea since then as well. So it's great chat. Big T, as always, does a wonderful job. Uh, if you're new to the pod and you like this sort of content, um, another good PNG-related episode was episode 89. It's called Secret Rugby League Netflix. It was with Matt Church, the coach of the PNG Hunters, and it was just after last year's Digicel Cup Grand Final. Uh, great convo. Matt is fantastic, and you will enjoy that. Uh, guys, I need to say thank you to Matt Haynes, matthaynesport.com.au. Check him out if you need logos, brands, jerseys, design. Let him know you're a kangaroo chaser for 10% off your kit production. It's matthaynesport.com.au. But anyway, enough of that. Uh, over to Big T and Elsie for this great interview. I'm Michael Carboni. This is episode 120 of the Chasing Kangaroos podcast. Sitting patiently on the phone with me today is one of the leaders in P&G football. She is a Sir George Illawarra Dragon in the NRLW, an ex-boxer and the current captain of the P&G Orchids, Elsie Albert. Welcome to Chasing Kangaroos. Um, I'm, I'm glad to, I'm glad to you know, come on the show with you. Now, did, did I hear a sneaky little giggle at me calling you an ex-boxer or...? <laughs> No, I didn't really. I didn't really uh, went into boxing. Uh, one or two, one or two, but then um, you know there wasn't any 
any fighter under my weight division. I was like a 95, 95, 95 plus. So yeah, there wasn't any any person where, you know, I'd fight with under that weight category. So, you know, I gave that up, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so you're the unofficial champion. No one wanted to fight you. That's how scary you were. Yeah. That's how good you were. I'm, I'm, I'm official champion. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's just say that. <laughs> That's amazing. And you've, uh, you've joined us today after doing your own training. So this is, you're the kind of athlete that we love that instead of, instead of someone telling you you've got training today, you told yourself you've got training today. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I figured like I, we haven't had any competitions going on. So it's, it's better, you know, I do training on my own. Like I've asked uh, some people to help me, you know, use the field, especially here. So now I'm using a gym. At our, tra- our training facilities, when we, you know, when we go into camp for the orchids, we use that training facility. So I'm privileged enough to, you know, get access to those facilities there. So, yeah. That's amazing. And look, that's, that's leadership there. If you're, you're the one getting yourself out there to train um, because you know it's a World Cup year, you, you, you know, testament to you. But how did you first get into football? Oh, yeah. So I got into football when I left home for uni. So I started, you know, I was a big fan of rugby league, but, you know, um, yeah, I didn't play, but yeah, soon after, you know, I got a spot in 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 the in a, one of our premier university in PNG. When I yeah, started studying there, you know, I you know started playing footy with the girls team in the school. So yeah, pretty much started playing there, and then uh, I got selected to represent the province, and then. I got selected again to represent the region, and then I met the Orchids in 2018. Wow. And so is that the Southern Highlands province you're talking about there? No. So I'm from Southern Highlands, yep. but I went to school in um, NGI. So that's like, um, that's another, that's another, that's another province altogether. There. Yeah. Uh, we, East New Britain province. And did you have to then verse in Southern Highland Province at any stage? Like, was there a bit of hometown rivalry or were people yeah, at home yeah, upset? Yeah, yeah, So, like, um, we have this, we have small islands, but then the islands come under regions. Mm. So, we have, like, four regions in PNG. So, we have the Momase, we have the Southern Region, we have the Highlands Region. That's where Southern Islands comes under that Highlands Region. So, like, they play their own um, trials and then they... They like the girls to represent the Highlands, and like lucky, I'm lucky enough. You know, I represented uh, East New Britain, so that's NGI region. Yep. So NGI comes under. I mean, East New Britain comes under the NGI region. So yeah, I I, I represented NGI and Southern Islands represented by the Highlands girls. So yeah, we we did you know have a go at each other at the field. <laughs> And is, is, is Highlands football good football? Are they one of the, the better districts or was your one, is the East okay. one better? Or? Um, no, we, we were like the least favourites going into the competitions. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the favourite ones are the Southern, the Southern region. Mm. So like, um, you know, mainly more like the, uh, the number of girls that made the Orchid squad, most of them, most of the girls come from the, High, not the Highlands, sorry, the the Southern region. Yeah. Right, right. And what about the my my team um, in the Digicel Cup of the Tigers, the Lay Tigers? Which part, which part of the PNG are they in? Which region are they from? Okay, so they they come under the the uh, they come under Northern 
Ah, okay. Yeah. So I'm a northern region guy. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you have a team that you followed then when you were growing up? Did you see much of the NRL or anything like that? Oh, uh, I followed, uh, I mostly followed the Sharks and the Roosters. Oh, wow. How did you end up with those teams? Uh, you know, uh, growing up, we, we do have TV in the house, so we do watch football. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I pretty much, you know, uh, loved our Sonny Bill's place, Sonny ah. Bill Williams, and, and, and Paul Gallen. So, yeah, those were my, like, my favorite players. I love this. So, yeah. So, yeah. there's an eight-year-old Elsie sitting there, you know, looking pretty with her hair, you know, and a ponytail <laughs> or whatever, and she's just idolizing Paul Gallen and, and Sonny Bill Williams. Can't wait to go and box. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and so what what is it like then as a girl in PNG, liking football, trying to get into football? We're, it's it's a very big masculine sport yeah. even today, um, and there's been a huge drive uh, towards women's sport. But even today, it's still it's still very masculine. So how was that as a as a girl growing up in PNG? Yeah, honestly, like honestly, I I didn't see I didn't see you know PNG as a nation. I didn't see. I didn't see we would have a team in in the in the you know in in the rugby league fraternity wow. in 2017. Like, I didn't see that coming. Like, and I didn't know that there was a girl team, you know, there was a girl team which existed till 2018. Mm. So the 2017, the girls that went to the World Cup in 2017, I didn't know that they, you know, there was a girl team wow. in PNG until I left my home and then went to uni and then I started playing league. But, you know, when, when girls play, you know, uh, people don't take it seriously. Like, mm. they just, some, some just went, went to the, to watch them, to, you know, boo them. or you Really? Know, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's really complicated. But then, when then, when we put together a team for the, not we, but, you know, people who work behind the scenes yeah. to put together a team for the 2017 World Cup, that's when, you know, People start to most 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 were like hate, you know, hate and you know speeches that were not really supportive, you know, towards the women's sport. With regards, you know, especially in rugby league, most didn't support it. But then we, you know, we managed to put the team through the orchids, mm. and then you know orchids came into existence, you know, and then after that, you know, more girls, more girls started to you know wanted to play rugby league and then that's when I went to uni and I saw that oh there's a girl still here at first I didn't want to play too but uh, staying in the school and then seeing that you know they were sold in numbers the girls <laughs> you, you can't you can't you can't feel the you know in, in thirties like nine plus it's okay for you to play but less than nine you can't play there's is there such a rule in the game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's normal yeah, here too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just love that the current were... orchids captain path starts with you know her friends begging her to come and play because they won't get a team to go. Yeah, and you, you're yeah, standing there going, oh, yeah. I don't know, maybe I don't want to, and then skip forward. You're leading the country. Yeah, it was something like that when I started. Like so, Amazing. our boy, the schoolboys team captain, you know, came in, and you know he was he was a he was a good friend of mine. And uh, he just came and told me that you you have to give it a try. Like I I see that like you you have the potential to be somebody. To really? Play. Yeah, just give just give footy a try. That's what he told me. <laughs> and what did and what happened then? What what do you think he was saying in you already? Then that he was 
before you'd even got out of the field, what do you think yeah. he was seeing in you that he knew was going to be good? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think. Um, oh, so you got to ask him. Build, Go and ask him one the, day. The the way that the way that I look and you know the build that I have, I think right. that's that's the thing that he saw in me, and then he wanted me to you know give it a try. You know, he asked me three times. The first two times, I turned it down. I didn't want to play. And the third time he came, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe he saw how and, you were getting out of class. Maybe you pick up your bag out of class and you're waving through people, knocking them over. Maybe he was impressed by how well, how fast <laughs> you were or strong you were. No, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't that kind of a girl. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, a shy type of girl, you know, who likes to go about my own business, you know. Um, yeah. Okay. Now, you first represented PNG in 2018, uh, and that was a trial game in NRLW against the Broncos, and then again yeah. again for PNG in the PMs 13. How did those selections come about? You said there that you're, being, you're playing for one uh, region and then it's moving up. How, how does that go? How, like, how does that happen there? So uh, do I ex- explain from where, like, how we started and then yeah. all the way to the Elkids. Well, how do you end up? Yeah, how do you end up just playing a few games for university until all of a sudden you're playing yeah, a yeah, trial okay. game? Yeah. So um, yeah, so they did the selection. Uh, 2018 was my first year in university, so I got there and then uh, halfway through the halfway through schooling, uh, they the competitions were running so we decided to join the competition the girls team so they joined the competition they asked me three times to join the call <laughs> through, through the through the captain my friend and then yeah i joined them the third time so i played um i think six six games six games for the uni and then the sixth one i was uh, told by the selection committee for the um for the province that you know i'll be representing the province so were you very excited was that big news or is that like oh okay it was it was it was pretty big i i I think because then you know that um by then i knew that there was all kids that i have to make if Ah. if i wanted to you know go on yeah so it was it was pretty exciting because the selector said that they'll be having a um a trial match with the broncos because they already knew that it's going to happen yeah so they told us that, you know, there's going to be this game coming up and, you know, they're putting a team together to play the Broncos in Brisbane. And, and then they mentioned Suncorp. Oh, man, Suncorp. Um, it would be a dream come true if really? I play in Suncorp. <laughs> yeah, wow. Even though you're a Roosters fan and a Sharks fan, you know that Suncorp's a place you want to play. That, yeah, I really yeah. want to play in Suncorp. You know, growing up watching Origin, you know, people, that spirit that they have, you know, playing in Suncorp, like, um, that would be a dream come true if I make the squad and play in Suncorp. That's, you know, that was the main mentality um, moving forward and so when I got selected. And you're also a prop, that's right? You're playing on the front row? Yep, yep. Okay, and so, so you're making those things, you get to Suncorp. Well, what happens? How does that, when they tell you that you made that squad for that PNG trial game, where, where were you? How'd they tell you? Oh, so we, we were... Um, we were playing, so they, they do like a weekend uh, weekend through, you know, the whole weekend of competition. Yep. So we have like four four rounds. So my team got knocked out the third round, so we didn't make the finals. But I, I was lucky enough to be uh, selected to go further into the orchids. 
we we didn't make the semifinals. We were knocked out the third round, but yeah, it was I was pretty lucky to make the team. Lucky so, or that good? I mean, you're only playing three games, <laughs> yeah. and they can see you that good. They want you in the squad. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I, I didn't really know how to play league at the time because <laughs> I, I did I did grow up watching league, and you know, I was a big fan. Yeah. I know all the rules, but you know, to be in the field playing mm. is it, it's it's different. It's different than you on the sideline watching. Okay. Yeah, well, but yeah. And skip forward then for me. So there, there's an opportunity where you get selected, but you're not you don't win that final. But let's skip forward ahead to 2019, where you're playing against England and you you beat England 20 to 16 in Port Moresby. Uh, I mean, talk me man. through. What are you thinking of straight away? Uh, no, that that win was was something that you know we 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 really wanted and we've been working hard and you know we've been working towards that game and to finally get that win was like man i i just couldn't explain how i felt at the time <laughs> um, we were like 16 tied and there's like um one one minute left on the clock yeah and then I saw that little number seven like running over the try line and I was at the far end of the <laughs> a far end of the field. I like I I was on my knees and you know, looking down to the ground. Man, is this is is this like is this for real? Is this real that you know we we we're having we we're winning like we're winning against England. <laughs> wow. It was like unreal, unreal and like the support that we got from just that game alone, like it's, you know, you could hear people screaming, okay, it's like, it, it has never, you know, they, they never did that before. Mm. And for, especially like, especially, you know, men folks, you know, cheering for the ladies, like that's, that's, that's something, you know, it's, it's mind blowing and it's, you know, it's changing perspective of how men think towards women and everything. It's, Yes. Yeah, it's that victory like change everything. Because it's you, you're talking about even bigger than football. Like it's changing how men are seeing women, like generally yeah, in yeah. PNG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. And and all of those thinking, just thinking back to what you're saying back in 2015, 16, where you get these people turning up to the games just to boo, and in such a short period of time, two years, you've got the same people probably back there just feeling yeah. so much pride and so proud of you yeah, um, for doing yeah. that. Wow. And then yeah. the celebrations have got to be ridiculous. Like, did you have days of just... Man, luckily I don't drink at the time. Yeah. So You can remember yeah, it. So... That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the celebrations was like, it was really, you know, it was a first win, so you can imagine like how we celebrated that win. <laughs> yeah, and just the amount of joy. You must have woken up every day just smiling. Yeah. Uh... I don't know, like like normal games. When you play normal games and you go home, you feel like you have aches all over your body <laughs> when you wake up in the morning. But this one, man, <laughs> well, I, I can't feel anything. Like I wake up, like I'm just a total like newborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think oh, that had a God. big impact? Then you said that it had a big impact on on generally on PNG and and women and men's relationship. Do you think it also had a positive impact? on girls knowing that the sport existed? Because two or three years ago, you didn't know it existed and now you're playing in that winning game. Do you think it had a big impact on people knowing that the Orchids were a team? Yep, yep. I think, I think, um, I think it's sort of like built up from, from, the, from when, when they went to the World Cup. Yep. From 2017. 
So from then onwards, like you could you could just tell because of the number of girls that are part- participating in the games. So and then after that win, like the number just you know tripled. Really, like more girls are you know taking part in the league and and yeah, it's it's really it's really amazing how you know that single win can you know change things in through. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's another thing that's happened recently as well because last year, 2020, you run out for the Dragons, becoming the first homegrown Papua New Guinea uh, person to play in the competition. Do you often think about the pathway that you're creating or, or are you just still focusing on your own steps? Yes, yeah, no. Um, I, I usually, you know, I think, um, I think I'm the first one, like, going out and, and that's, you know, me going out. By me going out itself, it already created a pathway. Yeah. You know, yeah. So um, most of the girls, like all the girls now, they look up to me as a role model. And then, you know, some of them, like they said, they want to be like Elsie Albert, you know, wow. just play, in the, play in the local competition and then, you know, get get an opportunity to play overseas. That's like the main focus for, I think, all the girls that are playing like the league in PNG at the moment. Wow. And is that is that for the love of the game? Or do you think it's also a, a social yeah. thing that they can, that's a good way to, you know, to get out of PNG I, or, or provide for their family or? I think it's, I think it's for the love of the game. Really? And, 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 you know, a little bit, I, I think to provide for the family as well and then to, you know, at least do something for themselves because yep. in, in PNG it's like um, rugby league is sort of seen as like the grassroots game. You know, it's like, it's a game for the unprivileged and, you know, oh. the people that, you know, can't, um, um, you know, can't, most, most of the people that play rugby league are people that, you know, some of them do not go to school. Mm. You know, some of them, most of them, you know, live in, in uh, settlements in Port Moresby, or yeah, so yeah, most of the most people that take part, you know, play rugby league are those kind of people. So yeah. they're looking to, you know, they're seeing it as an opportunity to make something for themselves as well. So, and yeah, yeah. So the NRLW then, as a competition, sounds like it's a really important thing for for the PNG women to, to aim to to try and get to, like when you yeah, had Suncorp to aim to. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, so that, you know, it's it's starting to, you know, things are starting to come through for our ladies here. And, like, recently, Oil Search just announced that they've um, sponsored the Orchids for the 2021, uh, this year's World Cup. They've, wow. um, they've sponsored with a 1.4 million. Wow. And, yeah, and, and which is a really, like, big boost for our girls. So, like, and... You know, uh, most most of our girls, like I said before, you know, NRL is NRLW would be would no, I wouldn't say would is their you know final like it's it's a dream to play in the NRLW at the moment, and you know, um, like when they invite me to some of the, you know, some of the functions that they have, especially with the women's, like when I get there, I I usually advise them that you know we don't have people going on putting, you know, putting our games up there, you know, playing it live on Facebook and, mm. you know, trying to, you know, showcase. But the only only place where you can you can be exposed is when you play for the Orchids. 
So when you when you pull on the jumper, you know, you give everything you have, leave it on the field because that's where you where you'll be scouted and where you'll be seen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. So though so so many of those girls are gonna work just to get to the Orchids, which is already amazing enough to represent your country and, and to play in those high stakes games. And then they're also realizing this is their chance to be seen by the greater world and to be picked up in other teams. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Yep. Um, okay, so we'll, let, let's talk about the World Cup. She's got that sponsorship deal. That's amazing. Any other preparations yeah. or, or things that have happened for the Orchids this year? No, not at the moment. Uh, we're still waiting, waiting to, um, for PNJFL to announce our coach. So our coach is not yet announced, mm. and we're not sure who's going to be the new coach, but uh, we're waiting on them because... Uh, yeah, once the coach is announced, I think everything should be in place. Yeah. yeah. But at the moment, we're not doing anything. We're just, um, yeah, because of COVID and COVID and everything that is going on, we're not doing anything. We're just sitting, I mean, not sitting, but we're just waiting for the coach to be announced. Yeah. Well, you're training, mate. I, I know all about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, yeah. <laughs> and so thinking about, the, thinking about going over to England, what are you most looking forward to about this competition, about this tournament? Uh, we we you know as a team we would love to you know win 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 some games because um, at the previous uh, World Cup we didn't win any game we lost we lost every game so yeah you know we're thinking like one step at a time yep. you know one one game at a time and hopefully you know we make the finals and if we make the grand final that would be you know something amazing not only for you know. Uh, for ourselves, but for the greater good of rugby league and mm. what what it's you know what it um, uh, instill in in PNG as a whole, and what is doing like uh, we are using rugby league to change mindset and mm. uh, mindset of um, of especially the male thinking towards women and you know rugby league is 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 this uh, uh, main platform that we are using and you know to get at least go to the world cup win few games and to make the finals and if you make the grand final that would be really you know amazing yeah yeah now, what about am i crazy or is it also exciting to just be hanging out with your team all the time like training sleeping like in in shared rooms with them and things like that like just having that camaraderie and friendship for for a week or two is that also super exciting? Or because you're an athlete, I'm not an athlete, so maybe as an athlete you are just focused on the game. Or is there also kind of a bit of it's going to be great to hang out with the with the squad for that amount of time, fly over there together? Yeah, no, um, it's always a privilege to you know hang out with all the girls, and, mm. um, and it's sort of like um, uh, it's sort of like when you with with you know their teammates, it's sort of you create a bond. Yep. And then from there, you bring that bone into the field. So, you know, every, every chance you get to be, you know, I get to be the, with the teammates. It's, you know, I always appreciate that um, time that I spent with all the teammates. So, yeah, it's sort of like you're creating a bond outside of the field and then you already have that bond. So when you get into the field, you just like click. So, yeah. Elsie, I'm starting to understand why you're the captain, mate. You're giving great advice about scouts getting you for NRLW. You're making me feel like you know you need to have a bond before you get into the field. I'm buying in, mate. I'm very excited. Now let's look at your group. Your group is Group A, and it looks—I'm not going to lie to you—it looks really tough. You've got the host nation, England. 
Brazil yeah. and Canada. Now, Brazil and Canada have been really strong recently in the, their development yeah. of women's rugby league. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, England in England is going to be hard. How do you see the yeah. pool playing out? Yeah, it's 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 going to be a tough one, tough one for us as well. But yeah, with the COVID thing going on, we haven't like prepared. Um, you know, people. Uh, uh, I mean, teams like Brazil and I think England and Wales are having a test match this Friday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think Brazil also having a test match with. Um, They've already announced the yeah. squad and they're already into training camps. And unfortunately for us, um, we haven't, you know, announced the coach yet. And um, we have we are not into preparations as well as yet. And, you know, most of our girls, it's, you know, it's pretty hard to, you know, keep keep ourselves fit at, at these times, especially in this time of pandemic. Mm. And given that, you know, we, we are a developing country and we don't have, you know, the types of facilities that, you know, other other countries have. And, uh, yeah, give, uh, under those circumstances, um, you know, we would we will be going in as uh, underdogs. But, yeah, we, um, I promise you, well, we're not just going to go there to make numbers. Well, we, we, we are going to go, I think, uh, we, we're going to go there and do great. Mate, I believe you. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. And, it's, and rugby league loves an underdog, mate, so you're going to have a huge amount of fans, that's for sure. What about the coach, though? The, what's happening with that? Who, who's organising that? How, why is that so slow? Do you know much about it? No, I, I, don't, I don't really know what's happening there, but I think it's with, it's with the people that are organising. It's, it's with the PNGRFL, so yeah. they, they are the ones that are in control of, of that. And, you know, um, yeah, so... It's it's up to them. Whenever they announce the coach, I think everything will come come in place. Well, what about captain coach, Elsie? That's a big thing that used to happen in rugby league. You could be captain coach. How do you feel about that? <laughs> no? uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I'm a, if I, I don't know if I'm a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what about, let's think about your main goals. Let's uh, other than becoming coach, which I don't think you want as your main goal. But what um what do you think are some good goals for this squad to take into this tournament? I think I think um, uh, going into the tournament, the goals would be to uh, to you know have an early preparation and then at least win the first first two two games. Yep. At least win the first two games, and then this would you know put us to qualify for the semifinals. And yeah, just just to qualify for the semi final, the goal would be to qualify for the semifinals yeah. going into the World Cup. I love that. And then it's you versus New Zealand because Australia obviously, you know, from my heart, Australia ends up winning our pool. <laughs> and so you play New Zealand, that thing, you, you get an incredible win where you somehow score in the corner. I don't know how, I don't know how the, the, the prop forward ended up in the corner, but there you are. And then up against the Gillaroos, what a time. That would be incredible. Yeah, that would be incredible. There's my goal. That's what yeah. I hope happens. I hope you guys play the Gillaroos in the final. Um, and then from that, the other goal that I'm now realising is you guys play really well in this tournament and then a whole bunch of girls get seen from the Orchids and then hopefully get picked up for NRLW. Is that possible? You mean the, you, yeah. you mean the girls, girls from girls the Orchids? From PNG? Yeah, like hopefully yeah, the PNG yeah. girls, if they do well in this tournament, a whole bunch of you end up in NRLW. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, would be, that would be great. Um, like what's happening right now is like you play in the Orchids and then you might get selected to play in the Queensland, like the BHP yeah. premiership, premiership side or the Harvey Norman. And then from there you get 
selected to play at the elite level, which is the NRLW. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping that you know this um, playing in the World Cup would uh, you know showcase some of the stars that we have in Orchids to you know get an opportunity to play in the BHP comp or the Harvey Norman, and then from there you know if they're lucky enough, they make the NRLW. Wow. And so something like this where we want COVID is having a big impact on, on obviously everyone across, over the world and, and they're working really hard to make this World Cup happen. But when you hear that really this World Cup also is important to people's lives, you know, these, these girls could be picked up for NRL teams. These, these people are changing how men see women and PNG. It's amazing to think that they really need to get this tournament happening just for so many, so many reasons, not just for us to watch a game, but also for so many things that are happening in, in other people's lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Well, thanks, Elsie. This has been great. Are there any other questions or comments you have before we finish? I don't think I really have any questions. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we, we're, just, we're just looking forward uh, to the World Cup coming up and, and myself as well. You know, I haven't been playing any, any footy at the moment and I don't know if I'm going to play in the NRLW or not. Because you know I haven't I haven't played any footy footy this year, but yeah, keeping my fingers crossed and hopefully I get a call up for the NRLW. Yeah, mate. Uh, I've yeah. got my fingers crossed for you, mate. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Elsie. I really appreciate it. It's a real honour to talk to you, mate. Honestly. You're welcome. by Matt Haynes Sport. We are mixed and produced by Paul Murchison. Our theme music was written and recorded by Ash Barco and Ricky Cancino. The podcast is hosted by me, Michael Carboni, and The Biggest Tiger. Views are our own. Mm-hmm.